This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Now it's time for Spiritual Learning with Priestess Lily. Welcome to my radio show, Priestess Lily, Sacred Heart Healer, Space Holder, Spiritual Life Coach. Hi. Welcome, guys. I'm Priestess Lily. So this podcast radio show I've created to really help assist humanity rise the consciousness through connection. And I believe right now this is needed more than ever. I hold space for thought-activating conversations with the most divine, heart-centered leaders, wisdom keepers and divine humans expanding into their authenticity and soul purpose. Today, we are going to talk to the beautiful Natalie. She is an international light leader and activator, spiritual mentor, and the founder of the Divine Light Academy of Extension. Her cosmic connection is multidimensional and she channels and mentors to expand and rise in an alignment with your highest soul mission, to embody the full divine expression of your soul's gift and sacred service. Her wish is that all living beings can live in harmony and co-creation with each other. Hello and welcome sister. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here, Lily. It's great to be online. <laughs> oh so we've literally decided we weren't sure what we were going to talk about. This is so going to be divinely led because um, you've pulled some cards and we're going to talk about the cards. And so do you want to talk about the first card and we'll just yeah, see sure. where the conversation all oh, my head is going off. So it's interesting because this card has come through so many times in the last couple of months and it's come through um, my Centauro work, um, you know, through just being in circle with other beautiful people and it's variance, the card of variance. And it talks about that today we might not be feeling like ourselves, right? Us and our soul are looking at the same things, but are seeing it differently, And our emotions and reactions are a combination of our thoughts and our soul's thoughts. And when they don't align, we feel wobbly. And so a lot of people are experiencing this wobbliness right now. And I've channeled probably quite a few times from spirit that this wobbliness is a sense that we have, have one foot in the fourth dimension, one foot in the fifth dimension, and that we are experiencing multidimensional aspects of ourself at the same time. So we're going through a vortex and we're experiencing different ripples of our soul self and our human self. And our soul is pulling us more into alignment with that higher frequency, that higher consciousness. So this card is very important. And it also talks about frequency, frequency, your frequency right now 
that is super important. You know, when you spend time looking at the news, looking at the media, looking at everything that's going on and going around at the moment, it's very, very difficult for you to raise your frequency because you are within that paradigms, within, you know, that old stories, within that real dense energy. So this is allowing you this, and I feel like this card's come through, to really allow us to see the different aspects of what's going on right now, the polarity, the dark and the light, you know, and to come to a choice point and say, okay, what do I choose for myself now? Mm -hmm. And I suppose, you know, we talked about this before we actually came on, you know, for you and I as light workers, um, our roles right now also is to, you know, shine light on the shadow for people to see. So it is really uncomfortable because, you know, what we shine or how, or how we show up and our truth is affecting those around us, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And it's going to get more so, you know, we're going to receive and have a lot more challenges coming our way because we are being um, invited and asked to really stand true to ourselves, to really speak our truth, to allow that voice, that soul voice, our light to radiate through us and, and um, to not shy away, to not be ashamed of who we are, to truly bring that remembrance of that warrior, that goddess, that healer, you know, that amazing medium channeling energy that we are, we have the ability to hold space for people. Uh-huh. is to bring that forward in every single fiber of our being and to stand unapologetically in our own light. And it's going to get harder. Uh-huh. It's going to get more challenging, especially in our very direct relationships with family, with friends, direct, you know, loved ones, all of those, because that is where, you know, often we hurt the people that we love the most. So that's where we're going to have to navigate and um, allow compassion, allow kindness, allow acceptance to come in a lot more. Mm. And I suppose, you know, and when you talk about it, our soul knows the journey. Our soul knows the journey, but the humanness of us, the human element that we don't want to feel or see what is happening around us. And there's this real push-pull energy happening now within our own individual selves but also within the collective and within the relationships around us. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard, it's hard to navigate, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, if I could give some advice about that is to really truly witness every single moment that you're going through and feel it. Okay. We've been told don't feel, hide your feelings, you know, just, Don't show it to anybody, Um, but we have to feel to heal. We have to move through this with such a deep embodiment of the processes, the everything that we're going through, because otherwise, if we don't feel and we just file it away for another day to deal with, it's not going to shift. And we have more than ever before this incredible Um, beautiful wave of light that is assisting our awakening, that is assisting our ascension, that is allowing us to move and alchemize and transmute that density, that those old patterns, you know, the the cell memory of past trauma much, much quicker. Mm. So 
it is about, you know, that you you hear a lot of people saying, just be, but it is about just being, surrendering, allowing. And if you need to go and, you know, go away for two days or three days and book yourself away and be away to be in your stillness so that you really truly allow yourself to cry, to dance, to experience, that is what you need to do. Mm. And I know that for myself, you know, that's something that I'm really deeply honouring because as the ripple effect starts to um, collectively, you know, the light starts to, the higher frequency starts to shift in in our earth plane. And, you know, especially here in New Zealand right now, you know, people are starting to witness and see things that they've never wanted to see before. Um, it's, it's hard out there. Like, it's hard. And so, you know, that, but we can't not feel what we can't not feel. And, you know, for so long we've been um, trained almost to run away. Don't speak that because it might have an effect on someone else. Don't share that. Don't do that. You know, and this is this is the thing. We're actually... You know, as a light worker, we're here to be. This is the time when we're really being asked to step up. We were trained. I don't want to say trained. We were called. We chose to reincarnate right now for this time, didn't we? Absolutely. Our soul missions are so important. And we are, as we are shifting more of the density, we are more deeply aligning with our soul missions. And you're seeing a lot more light workers. You're going to see a lot more people coming out and bringing their magic, bringing their medicine, bringing their wisdom, right? From Mm -hmm. that they have amassed over many, many, many lifetimes, bringing all of that new organic technologies that's coming through, um, inventions, you know, spirit channeled through quite a few, uh, maybe about six months ago, about new inventions that's coming. And the children that are being born are holding so much more light. So they are coming in with more light. They are, you know, here to build a new earth to really, um, but we as light workers right now are laying the foundations for this new earth. And it's now that it's the most important time that we are living in during this golden age of Gaia to work in co-creation with Mother Gaia, with the cosmic beings, with each other, with our animals, because there are beautiful sentient beings here, the whales that are all working together to absolutely create a space for us that is a space of unity, a space of peace, a space of co-creation. And if we take away all of the flaps over our eyes and we peel away all the masks that we have worn for so long, and this is simply, these masks are simply there because of our experiences, because of the control, the matrix of control. And once we start peeling away those aspects, we can truly see clearly what is actually going on and then yes some of it we might like some of it we might not like some of it will shock us and it is all part of our ascension it's all part of the awakening Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you and it's interesting you know it is hard to be a witness to some of the stuff that is happening right now it's hard to you know I know for myself it's hard to you know, being an energetic being, a medium, a channel, um, 
knowing that we have to go through this in order for us to rise whole. But but when you're caught in that, when it's happening and the energy is just, the frequency is just phenomenal. Mm, it's unconditional love. You know, we, we are basically receiving these very high level frequencies of divine love and light, pure source consciousness mm-hmm. um, that is streaming into the earth through the central sun, through our own sun. And this awakening wave that I've been speaking about for months now is um, reaching a pinnacle, basically. And so we'll definitely be feeling a lot more things shifting. We'll be seeing a lot more stuff shifting. You know, I talked about that there, there'll be a lot more unrest seen as such in society, because usually with this intense frequency, intense energy that's coming, it's really bringing up all the stuff for us to witness. And like I said, you know, yes, it's hard. It is not always the easiest thing to go through. You know, healing is not something that um, <laughs> that you do just over a day. Okay. It's something that you constantly work on, something that you move through in a space of deep acceptance. But you know what? When you come out the other side, People go, oh my goodness, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so crazy. The, you know, the, the fact that we had to go through that. Now that we have gone through it, we are freaking liberated. We feel alive. We feel rejuvenated. We feel that, you know, we're looking at life with a completely new lease of life and open eyes and open heart. And that's when, at that moment, that excites me, that moment, because that's when people really start seeing themselves, really honoring themselves, and then look at other people with completely different eyes. Yeah, I totally agree with you. We we were in a tarot deck right now. We're in the crumbling, you know, the tower, <laughs> yeah. the tower part. And I kind of think to myself, and I've said this, you know, a number of times, um, what a magical time to be a witness to. Yes, totally. And that's why this other card. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) So the other card that jumped out is inward revolution. And it talks about you are always moving forward. Even when you feel like you are going backward, your path may seem to go up and down or inward and outward. The spiral is a symbol of your soul journey. It represents the cyclical adventure into your heart center. You will continually revisit aspects of your life to bring you to deeper understanding. Difficulties and challenges can command a greater focus as they help to build bigger and better dreams and desires. But each cycle of life is an important stepping stone that expands you into the next. Your life will only feel authentic when you come to your own conclusions. And I want to talk about this because it's so important that we as light workers do not push, do not. And we talked about this early on in our pre-conversation. You know, we cannot bring people to consciousness in the way that we want them to come to consciousness. We can't sit in judgment of those people. We have to allow every single person's journey to unfold in a beautiful way. And when they do, when it lands for them, the impact is so much greater. The healing is so much greater and the liberation is so much greater. Yeah. And this is something that, you know, um, 
in our humanness is frustrating. If we sit in our human self, it is frustrating. But our but as a soul soul self, you know, it's like I've said to people. In some cases, the twenty percent of the world population, the rest of the world will rise around them, mm-hmm. and they might still be standing, not wanting to see. Yes, and and we have to give we have to give compassion and love for those people, and mm-hmm. and you know, but it's not our place to dull our voices to to wait for them it's not our place you know we we are here to co-create we're here to you know I know I've been saying this and this has probably triggered a lot of people we're here to act it like as an awakening priestess I'm actually here I'm part of the awakening but I'm also part of the activation yes and as I'm saying that my throat chakra is absolutely yeah well, that means that probably you can do more, right? Oh, I don't think many of more. my followers, <laughs> I don't think many people would actually like you saying that to me. <laughs> um, it's, but saying that, it's an embodiment of yeah. who you are. It's more that. So when the throat chakra shows up, it's almost, <clears throat> and now mine's starting because I can feel yours, it's an acknowledgement of that, right? It's an acknowledgement of who you are here as a leader, who you are here as a teacher, as a way shower, a change maker. And when you truly then embody that energy of who you are and you radiate and shine out your light, you then ignite those people. And, you know, just coming back to what you said earlier on, Spirit said to me that the third dimensional timeline has torn away. There is no more third dimension. Okay. um, And and that there are some people that is unfortunately within that timeline. And so lightworkers, I am a sacred architect of the light. So I have the ability to collapse timelines and go back into timelines and go and get people back. Those people, you know, that need to be not rescued, but that is come to awakening, come up in, in that level. Um, so there is still space and time for those people. And part of my multidimensional mission, you know, when I'm sleeping and when I'm doing this unconscious subconscious work is to very much do that kind of work. But the fourth dimensional energy that a lot of people are sitting within now, this is what we are experiencing where a lot of this breaking down of structures and paradigms and all sorts of things are happening. So for us to truly then move and shift into that fifth dimensional frequency, you know, there is this mass awakening, this mass consciousness that is needed. And we have shifted so much as humanity and more than we have ever shifted. This is the seventh time, the seventh time that we have literally come to this, not this particular space, but a space of awakening consciousness, a space of higher frequency, a space of holding more light within our physical form. And for some reason, it didn't work. However, if we continue and we've already, and this is what Spirit said, we've already moved into a different trajectory timeline completely and that we are on track. You know, the light is moving forward at fast pace. Uh And this is a different situation that we're in this time. 
So if we continue the momentum, if we continue creating and co-creating the way that we are, you know, so much is going to change for the better. And there is always darkness and light. We always have to see darkness versus the light. Yes. Uh You really appreciate what it means to be in the light. Uh And that is so important. So part of our journey and our experience here, being in the fourth dimension is that we're still very much experiencing this, this parallel life, I suppose, but within the duality and the polarity as such. And when we shift into that 5D consciousness, that's when more ease comes in, more flow comes in, that alignment and more of our gifts can come through because it's not just about shifting. It's about accessing more of our gifts, more of our creator codes that's ready to come through us, you know, to really bring through all of that magic that we hold and um, accessing higher streams of consciousness to channel through new inventions, new organic technology, because we as a race, we have to evolve. Okay. There is a sense that we have been stuck in the dark ages for too long. And this is the matrix of control. So when now what's happening is this matrix of control is peeling away. Uh and It's allowing us to truly see what we're capable of, what our, what possibilities are out there for humanity to create, to create new things, to invent new things, to be in co-creation and unity with each other. Mm. It's exciting times as well. Oh, and this is the thing, like for me, I just go, you know, probably <clears throat> two years ago when we, we were in the early stages of this transition, um, you know, I've got the, I got clear visions of, we were at probably four years ago, but two years ago when we were in this, people did not like my messaging. People just did not want to hear what I had to say. Now, people still don't want to hear what I have to say, but uh, um, but I just noticed how much we've actually shifted, how much just that and what we are shifting and what we are, you know, I hold so much light that we what we're co-creating will be in service of all humanity, not the way we've served humanity in the past. No, it can't be. And this is where, um, you know, I talk about when when you were speaking, you know, humanity, when I think about two years ago, I was like New Zealand, you know, the world is going to learn the word humanity at a different vibration. We're going to learn about heart sovereignty at a different vibration. And this is the bit that we're in, like we thought, this is the bit that we're in right now. If we, you know, this is the bit where it's like, how do we hold more light? How do we give more light in the most challenging times we've probably ever, ever consciously experienced right now as human beings, like at the age that we are? Mm. Yeah. Um, how do we hold more light? It comes back to really truly witnessing ourselves, like I said earlier on, um, because when we then release those parts of us that are not necessarily, that's dense, okay, and truly witness the shadows, we scrape them away, we heal them, we liberate ourselves, and then we have more space for the light to come in. 
Because when we heal ourselves, we have to fill that space with something, right? Yeah. So then you call in the light, you embody the love that already flows through you because you're not separate from that love. Mm. You're simply making more space for that love to come in and fill all those beautiful open spaces. Uh-huh. And then you live from that space of love even more so. And, you know, we talked about this earlier on as well, the separateness that's been created in terms of we feel separate from ourselves. We feel disconnected from ourselves. And a lot of people are experiencing this, this sense of feeling lost. Connect back with your heart. Connect back with what you feel, your body messenger. You know, if you've got pain in your body, if you've got anything that is feeling um, upset or whatever, your emotions, connect back in with all parts of you to then create more space to then return to wholeness. And, you know, when I say it, it sounds easy, but it is a journey. It's a journey of truly going where it's uncomfortable, truly going to that deeper understanding of what makes you you as your unique self, because we've all, you know, we all have unique soul signatures that we've come into this world with and we're encoded, we are, um, you know, hold creator codes that is here very specifically aligned with our mission and our purpose here on this, in this earth um, and what we came here to do right now. And only when we start releasing the belief system that we are not capable of, that we are not free, if we be- release all of those belief systems or that, you know, we have to feel this pain. A lot of what's going on at the moment is that I have to feel this pain but they stay within that pain. They don't transmute it. They don't release it. They don't necessarily, you know, we as humans go, oh, oh, this is okay to be here. I'll just stay here for a bit longer because then I feel sorry for myself. I go into victim mode. And when you stay there too long and you don't allow that to move through you in a way where you're witnessing yourself and you releasing the emotions and healing it, that's when you go into that deep, dark hole of depression. Uh And I see a lot of my clients, you know, when I started in my earlier days with my work, people that came to me were light workers that was holding on to other people's energy that were on medication for depression and anxiety because they could not function in this world of density. So once we released all of that stuff for them, they started feeling and seeing their own light And that's when they started moving into this awakening consciousness, this consciousness or higher frequency. And it's beautiful to witness. But, you know, we can't fix ourselves with things outside of ourselves. We have to look within. Yeah, totally agree. And just talking about what you're saying, like that's the same with me. Right now, for me, obviously, you know, and I think for probably a lot of people, I feel the collective energy, but I know how to shift on. I know how to shift through the collective energy. Like yesterday, obviously, with um, with what's happening in our beautiful country, I really felt that energy. I felt that in all its rawness, but I also knew that it wasn't mine. And so mm-hmm. I could move it on quite quickly. And where a lot of people around me are quite still stuck in it. Yes, so true. And this is the thing is because we are all connected, beautiful souls, we are all connected, right? We 
by sharing each other's energy, our energy with other people. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important. We are um, spiritual beings, beings of light, having a physical experience. So first and foremost is that we need to realize that and then clear and purify our own, own energy as such um, and have practices, be in nature, we are not meant to work nine to five jobs. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there, right? No, we're not. I'm probably, we're gonna not. Get, I'm probably going to get a lot of people say, oh, my goodness, but how do I pay? No, we're not. We're not. But we're not meant to be in the grind. We're not meant to be in that space of control, of paying bills. We are meant to live life and be free. And, and when we do that, we then start creating. Mm-hmm. Then we have this space of, this almost like flowing energy of love. So when you do what you love, then receive abundance back for that. Mm-hmm. And it's a much more open energy, right? So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's what channeled through right now. Um, and I feel like it's important that people, I suppose my message here is important that people start looking at life in a different way completely. That they look in with um, look at life with open eyes and with wonder. And look at the beauty that is available around you and what Mother Gaia and what Mother Nature has to offer for us right now, because she is working with us. Wow. You know, look at the um, the Tongan you know, eruption that we had the other day is we and this is something that came through the Centora program. We as human beings, we were taught to transmute our energy by putting it into the earth and just sending it into the earth. Mother Gaia does not want to do that anymore right she has had enough she doesn't want our density anymore she's here to assist us but this is the age of sovereignty of truly taking responsibility for our own energy and so she has channeled through and said guys come on take responsibility for your own energy you have the ability you are not disconnected from your own power you are not disconnected from yourself. It's only your perception. You have the ability to request and command for your energy to be cleansed, to be purified, to be healed, and to transmute any energy that you don't want in your body. Uh-huh. So we are no longer being spoon-fed. Okay? No, no. Oh, shit. No, no longer being spoon-fed. We are taking the spoon and making music with that spoon, right? And this is what's so important is that people realize is you are not separate from all of your gifts, all your divinity. You are that. You have it all within you. Yeah, you are. And that's what I've been saying. You are the oracle. You are the temple. This is the soul space. Get out of here. Get into here because this knows the answers. But you might not like the answers. Mm. Because, you know, sometimes when you speak from soul, soul, you know, from soul self, from your soul voice, you have to then activate, you have to move or change or it's a different conversation or it's um, a feeling that you actually might be uncomfortable with. or And that, that's how we heal and that's how we shift our vibration and that's how we co-create a new world. Yes, absolutely. And this is probably the at the heart of it all okay, is to truly come back home to self, Mm -hmm. truly come back home to your heart, to start listening to that inner voice that's always been speaking through you, 
that's always been guiding you. We have a massive team of beautiful beings of light, the dragons, the keepers of the earth, these cosmic beings that is all, they're all working with us in co-creation with us. And so when we truly open our hearts and we listen, allow ourselves to listen, and that's when the magic starts unfolding because then we can access so much more information that was already there and available for us. And so the powers at be, or think that they are powers at be, have been trying to enslave humanity for a very, very long time and keep them working for them so that we can pay the bills, that we can, you know, do what they want us to do. They want us to become completely reliable on them and not think for ourselves and not be free to be ourselves and not live a life that we love, okay? This is basically a program that they're running. And so it's all about now what's going on. It's about a mass awakening, spiritual awakening of who we actually are, a deep remembrance of who we are. And especially the Lemurian elders are coming through quite strongly and they have been, you know, they've said, we are returning back to simplicity. We are returning back. We are teaching you once again what it's like to be in that space of simplicity, right? And to work with your hands and to create schooling in a completely different way, to teach your children in a different way, to allow yourself to know that it's you, you're not driven by money, you're not driven by fear, okay? But that money is love. And through money, there is, it's open and it's available to all people. So there's many, many different types of matrixes that has been created, not just one. So there's many programs in the background that's running. And so a lot of people get sucked into different parts of it. And I'm talking about spirituality as well. Yeah. You know, there is this matrix of spirituality where it's, it's like, all like all, yeah, all <laughs> bliss and happiness and gorgeousness and woohoo. And I'm chasing the high continuously, right? And so there's also that matrix of control. It's like, oh, we don't want to accept or embody our physical form or our reality. We're going to just, you know, completely be, um, and I, I, I want to say la-la land because it is kind of that we are completely cutting ourselves off from what is truly, what we truly came to do here, what we truly um, incarnated for. And so, yeah, and it's because a lot of people don't want to go through the pain or don't want to experience the spaces of the discomfort of it. Oh my God, sister, this is just <laughs> a powerful 40 minutes. And I know that you have to go. So, I do. I do. I'm just going to ask you one final message or two final things. And then you can like, so what's your final message for people to take from and how do people find you? I guess my final message is that you are the only person that can navigate your life, that can choose for you, that can truly allow your truth, your love to flow through you and ignite those people, ripple your love out to other people. So come within, come home, you know, nurture yourself, nourish yourself during this very tricky time that we're living in right now. 
And then when you have space to truly witness your transformation, to truly allow yourself to receive the healing that is so available from the universe right now, please open your heart to that. Open your heart to the love that is flowing from all aspects of the universe. And yeah, I feel that's the most important thing right now. You know, as we're navigating this very tricky times, just come back to self. And you can find me, my work is, um, I have a private Facebook group called Awakened and Embodied Light Leaders, which I do trainings and I have guest speakers on there sometimes and, you know, all sorts of things. But pretty much all my messages come straight from source. So I'm very much working in the moment. Uh And then you can also check out my website, which is www.nataliebrown.com. Thank you so much, Lily, for having me. It's been such an amazing conversation, and I'm sure this is not the last one. Oh, my God, sister. I have been tingling, and my body has been vibrating the whole way through. So thank you. Amazing. I'm going to share with you today a sacred card, sacred wisdom of the passion of the lion heart. Those that will be led through life by the cool light of their inner knowing and those that will be led by their heart, by their dreams and aspirations, those that will be led by the heart needed passionate purpose a sense of meaningful, motivating desire to gain energy and accomplish great things. There is divine potential because they are less limited by the constructs of their mind, where their mind may analyse and reflect and choose to opt out of a particular task. The heart will always be moved by passion and in engaged fully and completely with what needs to be done, no matter if it seems unlikely to succeed. This is when you bold dearly. Your heart is at the most beautiful, pulling off what seems to be unlikely or even impossible by sheer force of commitment to do what it loves most, what is needed. The passionate heart needs reassurance too, however. It needs to know it is allowed to love dream that don't make any sense. It is allowed to be daring, to take risks, and to put faith in what can be, even if more logical minds question the sanity of such action. Great changes happen. When wild dreamers let their love loosen the world, the passion of the lion heart can inspire a meeker soul to find spirit they didn't even know that they had and join the wild lion army of sacred soul warriors fighting with peace for love on this earth plane. Trust your passion, trust your heart. Believe in what most moves you. 
The desire in your heart are there by divine design. They are there because they're meant to be. You are here because you're meant to be. Your journey of trusting your heart, whether that means you've been a raging divine line for many years or are just starting to wonder if you can turn your quiet truths into a mighty roar, then roar, people, roar. You are being invited to go deeper and deeper into your passion and deeper into your sacred wild heart and live your divine purpose with so much courage and conviction right now. If your heart is tired, broken, overwhelmed, doubting or even suffering from compassion and fatigue, where you know you still care, but it can't summons up the energy to feel anything at the moment. May this bring you great comfort. Rest. Heal. Replenish yourself. Your passion will not fade, but you must give yourself the time you need to recover from the remarkable changes and courage that you've stepped into. Allow your passion to motivate you, not burn you out. Take the time you need, allow the divine to heal you and know your shining lion heart shall burn, burn bright, burn bright and light with energy again soon. May this bring you great comfort if you feel you are lacking in courage, passion or an emotional motivator and perhaps even suffering not only fatigue but empathy, depression or, or even despair. You are going to overcome this. Anything and everything that stands in your way of your loving heart, burning bright, burning like the sacred fire deep within your belly. The feisty face of the Divine Mother is upon your precious heart and she will intervene on your behalf. Do not doubt, do not doubt the extent of your power of your love for you. Nothing, nothing can overcome it. Love always wins. Empower her to bring you with the following healing. Do it often as you need until you feel the fire in your own heart. Do not force it, be patient, but give yourself the support you need by doing the healing process. The Divine Mother will take care of the rest. Just placing both hands on your heart. I call upon the Crystal Angel of fire, agate, who loves me unconditionally. 
Thank you for your divine healing empowerment of my passion, of my lion heart. May all the hearts know their true passion through divine grace and unconditional love. May all hearts be empowered accordingly to divine wisdom, to express their passion in service of their greatest good. May all hearts be healed, healed through divine compassion. May the truth of love shine brighter than ever before upon this earth, upon this earth plane, upon New Zealand, upon the collective energy. Through divine grace and my own free will, so shall this be, so shall this be, so shall this be. I choose on my own free will through this and any lifetime and through all the layers of my entire being to release pain from my heart, to release the fatigue, doubt, despair, disappointment and any other memory associated with my belief system that would instruct me that expression of my passion in the world and in the service of the divine plan of love is unfolding. Through divine empowerment and unconditional love, so may it be, so may it be. May my divine love awaken, awaken my sacred passion and love into action fully and completely on this world as a whole, according to divine grace and mercy and in service of the divine feminine wisdom invoking through humanity at this time and so may it be and just repeat after me i am a bold lion-hearted lover of life with a passionate purpose i am a bold lion-hearted lover of life with a passionate purpose i am a bold lion-hearted lover of life with a passionate purpose. And so shall it be. I know right now it is um, And challenging time for us to witness here in New Zealand. But we need to connect to the courage. We need to connect to our heart space. We need to find the courage and conviction to stand in our truth, whatever that may be. And with that, we will evolve and we will heal. And the ripple effect will be massive throughout the whole continent, the world, the cosmos, Mother Earth. So much love and araha to the people of New Zealand today.